Welcome back to Night Talk on 702 and Cape Talk. Gogs with you until 11 p.m. this evening. Second hour of the show means I get to hang out with a really cool South African doing something really, really great. And this week we have uh, movie director Lebohang Rasetaba in studio with us. Hello, Lebohang. Hey, what's up? Good. How are you? Very good. How are you? Are you why are you so subdued? Because earlier on, you came in like half an hour ago and you were like, oh my God. Uh, now the mic's on and you're like, hey. I was a bit, I, was, I don't know, I was starstruck <laughs> when I saw you. <laughs> what? So I was just freaking out a little bit but now i gotta be like a, a cool filmmaker you know i gotta be like <laughs> a maverick yeah, i gotta be like yeah you know i gotta do my cool filmmaker voice i can't be like ah, let's go <laughs> no one wants to see that <laughs> no one needs that <laughs> okay thank you very much for joining me in studio this evening so i mean you you've done a lot you do a lot but what you've done recently is what i think is a very very important long overdue piece of work, uh, The People versus the Rainbow Nation, uh, which is actually MTV's first documentary. Um, so how did this come about? For the people who haven't seen it, it aired last night. There are more uh, airings of it. But for the people who haven't seen it, what is it about? What is The People versus the Rainbow Nation about? Um, I think it's it's really just looking um, at how, and it's something that gets spoken about a lot in the film. It's about how we are navigating all the aligning structures of power in society that have been that have been created over you know like uh, centuries mm-hmm. and i think it's about what do those things look like now in 2016 through the eyes of young people mm-hmm. so um Kotlani talks about it and he talks about the um what does he call it the, that guy's so smart he's very smart <laughs> he's too smart <laughs> isn't um it's about the the, the vectors of powers that is what he calls them yeah uh, race being the most dominant and then there's um you know, gender, then there's identity and et cetera, and et cetera. And it's looking about how all these different things sort of align and intersect and hold each other in place and how young people navigate them. Because I guess maybe the point is that, you know, uh, a long time ago, these things were very um, obvious. It was just like black people aren't allowed to go there, white people. You know what I'm saying? Like mm, there was just mm. very... It was very of, clear. It was very clear. But now, um, after 94 and... Uh, the, the, those things have become a lot more insidious and a lot more hidden, and mm. uh, but the coding is still the same. So it's really, it's really about, it's really about that. It's just about giving, having a look at South Africa at this point in time. Mm. And I mean, what does that look like? Because obviously, it's you also have lots of voices. It's not just mm. one voice. You deal with um, mm. patriarchy. Obviously, you deal with racism. There's also like you know the intra-racial relations as well. So mm. I mean. What does that look like? Um, it looks like a, it's like an hour-long film comprised almost exclusively of slow motion shots. Mm-hmm. And I think what, what we did is that we wanted to, the reason we did that uh, is to slow things down. You mm-hmm. know, like if we want to talk about insidious forms of, of um, oppression, then I think it's really about slowing life down to actually ask people to look at it. Because we're all complicit in, in, in a lot of ways in these things, right? Yeah. So if we slow this down and, and, and really bring it almost to within like seconds of like stopping, that's what it kind of looks like. All these things that are happening at a very, very micro level. Mm. And then, I mean, how long did it take? Um, MTV, I think, approached me in October. Um, they were like, hey, we want we, there was there's a film that made in America called White People. Mm-hmm. And that that was the, the MTV Global had made that film. And they were like, um, I don't know, maybe it didn't do as well as they would have liked or, you know, 
they were like, okay. Um, and Dylan had his own. Dylan Khan had his own. He's from the UK, so he had his own kind of processes and things that he encountered. Mm-hmm. And uh, between him and Tim, they just called me up and they're like, hey, we want to give you a platform um, to make a film about this issue. And I was just like, sure, that's a pretty scary thing to do. It's a yeah. big issue. How do you make a film about race? It's like the scariest, almost... <laughs> it's like it's like the worst thing to try yeah, to yeah 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 it's like I mean? why, why would I do that why would I do that <laughs> that'd be crazy yeah uh, so we, we took on the crazy project and then yeah we're just like okay how do we break this thing down and then that's when I started looking at who's going to help it, help me break it down and I started looking at people that were already talking about this thing mm. yeah you were talking about it Millie was talking about it Sikotlani. so then I just went and found you and uh, yeah, that was kind of the process—a long, long, crazy, scary process. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, when it finally then came together, I know when I was going to watch it and I saw it on Wednesday, I was very nervous. I Why? Um, Why? So I, many people that were on, in the. Hold on, I'm doing the interviewing here. <laughs> this is my house. Well, I'll tell you why. Um, I guess it was the it was the magnitude of what the documentary was trying to do. Yeah. It was. It became quite obvious or apparent that, oh my gosh. I think in the past it was, oh yes, this is a very important documentary. I think the timing is good. But then when it was suddenly, oh no, it airs on TV <laughs> tomorrow for people to see it and then it will air again and again and again and again and again for more people to see it. I suddenly had this terrible sense of anxiety and i remember a bunch of us were talking on sequetlani's facebook yeah. post where we were all nervous millie was nervous sequetlani was nervous because i think it was suddenly oh hectic <laughs> this thing is is happening and it's you know and again it's such a difficult issue yeah. um so that's why i was nervous and now take take your nerves take sequetlani's nerves take millie's nerves and maybe times it by like a kajillion <laughs> Kajillion, you know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. Yeah. I was like, I was within, yeah, I, I had like a two week long uh, panic attack. <laughs> really? Yeah, just of just. But shook. this is what you do. You make compelling, uh, relevant work. This is your. This is my thing. This is your thing. Yeah, but I guess maybe, uh, as, as I was saying at the screening, is that I never, at the beginning of the process, maybe I wasn't the guy to make the film. I only became the guy in making the film. Do you know what I'm saying? The, the process. So at the beginning of the of um, at the beginning of making the film, I hadn't made a film like this before. Mm. Only in making the film was I then the eligible filmmaker to make this 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 piece of work. Yeah, and that's through what I learned. I learned a lot by making this film. What did you learn? Uh, everything that you see in the film, I basically didn't know. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I learned how to. You have to learn how to. Um, be uh, responsible, sensitive, mature, um, compassionate. Uh, you have to, and then okay. So that's the that's the that's the more like a the more softer emotions. But the more realer stuff is just like you know, as a as a as a as a as a man, as a black straight male, and this is how I occupy space and what that means and how I you know in the patriarchy chapter you see that we're all complicit in 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 reenacting uh, forms of oppression on people you know mm. on other people on women on people that we perceive to be less than us mm. so it's then about like uh, assuming that positionality and be like oh my word in in every in every 
um, interaction that I have with people, it's charged with all these things. Mm, it's right? happening all it's, the it's time. It's happening all the time. Every waking moment of my life is defined by my my body, which I, you know. Mm. So just then having to let go of figuring out how, how do I let go of all of these things? Like how do I unbecome the thing that I am? Mm. Which I think is a big question. So often you'll hear people, uh, I mean, for th- this week, uh, men saying, well, how do we contribute to... Uh, ending rape culture yeah. um, You'll hear white people saying So what should we do What yeah. is it that we need to do yeah. And and I don't know if you have an answer But I think the work is Well that's part of the work Is to yeah. try and figure, figure it, it out, out. As yeah. Millie says Figure it out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that it's not the job of the people You must yeah. you know. So w- for women it's not our job to teach men yeah. uh, for people who are disabled it's not their job to teach able-bodied people yeah, yeah. we must all do the work yeah um, so, so so the work in the film is uh, the work that we, re- we make reference to in the film is just kind of uh, what now has become my life and I was just joking outside with, with Diane and I was like oh man I just want to you know I just want to be a, like a regular. I just want to talk about like sneakers and and, <laughs> and soccer. <music. laughs> you know, I was like, what? You know, what's, what's what happened with that guy? You know, what's, what's going on with the Casper? They're like, nah. Now we got to Now we're in this thing. That's what that's what they say in the film is that we're in it. The um, we're in it for good now. You know, mm. you can't unsee it. Yeah, yeah. Because once un- you see it, it's yeah. it's too late. It's too late. Yeah. yeah. Um, which means then you're always. It's like you're always on. Mm. It's like here is this thing. I now see it, and I can't. Can't make it go <laughs> And all I want to talk about is music or sneakers or you know yeah. whatever, whatever. Because yeah. it's actually a lot easier because it's hard. It's very difficult, no? Yeah, it's, it's very, very difficult. Very, That's very why hard. I have so much respect for the people that are in the film, and I think that was maybe one of the the most paralyzing anxieties for me. Um, I was saying to my wife when I was making the film, I was like, I don't want to lose the respect of the people in the film. Mm-hmm. Those those people, their respect means so much to me. Those are my, you know, if I get their, if I get their cosign, I'll feel like I've accomplished something. So, in talking about the film and people's responses, I think the people in the film, you know, their cosign when everyone after the film, because of what had happened previously with the last time mm-hmm. they were interviewed and you know the voices were used. In a, in a way that was disparaging or whatever, you know, yeah, without yeah, even yeah. getting into the politics of that story. But like when people trust you, you kind of have to be a lot. You have to be really responsible and sensible about what you do with those people's stories. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it, yeah, it means it means a lot to me that uh, that you like the film. You like the film, right? I did like you the like film. the film. Right? I did. Okay, it means a lot to me that you <laughs> like the film. Media likes the film. Everybody that's in the film really likes the film. And mm-hmm. there's going to be people that don't like the film. And that's cool too. Yeah. Have and they told you why they don't like the film? Because uh, I know why I like it. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's the the intersectionality. So we mm. touch on race. Mm. We touch on patriarchy. Mm. We touch on, you know, contemporary politics. So that's why I yeah. like it. Yeah. But when someone says, I didn't like it, yeah. do they say why? Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I tried to make sense of some stuff that I saw. Um, some people, some black people didn't like how much they, they, uh, proportionately screen time, the, the so-called white woke people that on the film got Mm -hmm. and the points that they were making, they felt like they should have been made by those people. Okay. Some, some, some radical people are just like, those people are so dope. It, it, it was like a, like a very personal struggle for them to agree wholeheartedly with like a white person. Mm. So those kind of like very deep, because I mean, it's like deep, deep stuff that the film addresses. People's really deep personal stuff. 
Um, and if someone is telling you a, a part of your history that's like deep and personal and painful and you totally agree with that and it's someone whose race you have a problem with or you're critical of, mm. you're going to be very uh, critical of the information. Um, I think it, yeah, I guess, yeah, like I said, just because it's the thorniest subject in history, um, people are just going to feel some type of way, you know. But something that I like about what you've been saying is that you haven't really said the film is good. You said the film has been important. And that's what's something that's what I have now. It's like that's what means a lot more to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, at some point, um, you know, in wanting to be a good filmmaker, I wanted to make a good film. That means that I wanted to have like the good shots, the good music, the good editing, the good cuts, the mm -hmm. good this, the good that. And then I was like, I don't think that is going to be important for what this what, that doesn't that's not that doesn't mean so much to me anymore mm -hmm. it's about it's about it being an important film yeah and a good film and an important film have completely different functions in society good south africans doing great things on the friday edition of night talk and i'm joined in studio by director lebohang rasitebe whose latest work the people versus the rainbow nation is currently airing on uh MTV DSTV channel 130 the premiere was last night uh there is another show tomorrow at 10 to 7 in fact there are a few of them and we'll we'll share those times and dates on at radio 702 and at cape talk so okay so the people versus the rainbow nation is done now i mean this you've created this thing it's an hour long you interviewed 30 people yeah each for like an hour yeah. how did you decide what must go in what must i mean i know i rambled yeah i, I mean i and i speak in long yeah. sentences but so how do you decide out of all of those hours and hours this is what's going in um yeah so i took so all the interviews were transcribed and uh, I literally read every single word and I would just highlight them and then I would organize them into themes. So then we, we were editing in this room and there was a big, uh, big board and we'd like, right, okay, so, okay, so let's, we, how do we start this thing? Okay, cool. So white privilege, all right? And then we had a really good team and we had a really good workflow. Andrew Vessels, he had a couple of, we had like two other people, Pumula and Julian, uh, assistant editors that were helping us organize all the content. And then they'd be like, I'd be like, okay, cool. Um, and I also, because I also read the interviews a lot and I knew them so well, mm -hmm. I would literally be sitting in edit and would be like, okay, we need a sentence that bridges, that takes us from uh, pr like privilege. How do we bridge these two voices? And I'd be like, I remember so and so, so and so said this thing at this point. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I, I think, yeah, I think. Is maybe, that normal? Um, I, I, I don't know how other people's workflow goes, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was intense. It was intense trying to organize all of that information into cohesive narrative but mm -hmm. i guess maybe the bigger point is that um this film is really um it's just the beginning of something you know if you think about all those sections in the film the way in which the film has been arranged each of those things is a film on its own mm -hmm. and um i think that i think that i'm really interested in trying to make more films so, i mean black love lindo gulcha talks about black love that's a it film is. on its own yeah patriarchy that's a film on its own yeah, you know the the um, the colored identity. That's a film on its own. Yeah, middle class complacency. That's a film on its own. Do you think the middle class is complacent? Uh, I I I'll have to make the film and find out. <laughs> <laughs> that is a question we could ask. <laughs> yeah, that could be. I mean, if you think about all documentaries, all documentaries start off with like some kind of a question. Yeah. So if the that documentary would then go out to ask the question, is the middle class complacent? 
and uh, I would have to, yeah, I'd have to get the middle class to come out and, uh, you know. And explain. And explain. I mean, if it was, it was it's, and it's going to be a, ch- a challenge, much in the same way this film was a challenge because at the beginning we started production like f- physically shooting in, in January. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, that's when the Penny Sparrow thing had happened, right? So yes. trying to get white people to be in this film was an, is, was impossible. Really? Impossible. I mean, we'd get someone who'd be like, um, and uh, for, for the character of Mia, you know, yeah, like, no, I'm done. I love this idea. It sounds like a fascinating I'll topic. Do I'll do it. And then two days later, hey, I spoke to my parents. I'm not doing this. Like, it literally happened maybe with like, I think, 10 different people. Uh, understandably so, I think. People were scared. Yeah. People were shook. People were so scared. And they were just like, we're going to be vilified. I don't want to be the that per- person. That person. And I was like, listen, man, I try to show these people. I'm like, and I actually used your interview. I took an extract from your interview. And I was like, guys, I'm trying to make a film with integrity. I'm not like on some witch hunt for like racist. That's not interesting for me. We all know this stuff already. We don't, what are we, we going to, what are we going to, what are we going to benefit about making a film that is essentially like the comment section? We don't, we don't want to make a film that's like going to be showing people that like, I don't want to make that film. I want to make a film with integrity that people can. Use to understand the society, young people. Mm. Remember, I told you that story about this kid who came up to me and he was just like, "Because of watching your film, I know, I know that I can now go back to a previous situation that was that really hurt me, and I can, and I've got the lexicon to be able to navigate that with a lot more clarity and a mm. lot more, you know, I'm armed." And, and say why this is wrong. And I, and this is and I'm gonna you, you know and he's got the words to explain why it was wrong, you know. And I yeah. think that's what we wanted to do was to create a film that was like an arsenal for young people to be able to go out into the world and be like, No, as a woman, you can't do this, you can't say that, you can't violate me as a man. Any you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. just give because like I think <laughs> maybe our generation, we're quite pathological, we're stuck in our ways, we're all a little bit crazy, you know, yeah. we've got all the pain, the intergenerational pain encoding. But maybe there's a generation underneath us that can use this film and be like, all right, cool man, let's figure this stuff out from get, you know? Yeah. Let's figure this out from get and let's just see how we do this thing. If I understand that as a white person, this is the implications of moving in the world with the skin as a dude, you know, whatever. Yeah. How does as that look? As someone who is not trans, who's cisgendered, exactly. this is what it means. Yeah, yeah. As a trans person, you grow up and you come into this world, you're like, all right, cool, you know, this is my, this is my station and this is how I navigate it. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, one of your other films is, uh, so the question here, can we please put this docky on DVD? Is that possible? Um, yeah, possibly. We could do that. Anything is possible. Who asked that? <laughs> I'll speak. We we look. We add, I'm 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 having a meeting on Monday morning with the with the people from MTV, and we're really going to talk to how do we get everybody to see this thing. Yeah, because I think free screenings would also be great. All over the place, road shows. Yeah, man. I want to do. I want to take. I want this film to be seen by as many people as possible and not mm. because I made it not because I think it's good but just because that's what people are asking for the mm. people have asked for the people, <laughs> the people have, have asked. asked the people have spoken <laughs> <laughs> and then what else are you working on I mean this this massive project is now mm. done um, what else are you what's next what's next um, I think I'm going to take a little bit of a break Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to take a bit of a break. I'm going to take an L. <laughs> no, <laughs> start my, this L. <laughs> myself and uh, my, myself and 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 Spook my Tambo, We made a film called Future Sign of Mzansi, mm-hmm. and we are now doing uh, a kind of a follow up to it. But it's um, it's very different from Future Sign of Mzansi. It is a film about a uh, um, an eccentric rapper from the K Flats called Isaac Mutant, who's part of um, Dukem, and he used yes. to be part, yeah. So we're doing we're, we're making a film, and that's going to be a really exciting film as well. Um, it's going to be about you know interrogating the with a lot of um, 
with a lot more like incisiveness, the, mm. the colored identity, what it means, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm. but still using music as, as a way of navigating all these different like socioeconomic, uh, things. Mm. I think I've started saying the word thing a lot more after <laughs> you, after watching the film. I'm like, really? Can you, let's talk about the thing. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the thing. The thing. Yeah. <laughs> and before I was like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I was gonna use that. I'm gonna go with that. The, the thing. I'm like, Kugis, one of the smartest people I know. And she uses the word the, the thing. thing. I'm down. I'm like, just imagine the way Google uses the thing. I'm gonna do that. That's too. how we're gonna do it. <laughs> okay, so I mean, your other film, which I I think really needs to also go on a roadshow. The film you did about Bab Indrum Langeni. Yeah. Um, Prisoner four double six six five. Was he five? No, four, six, seven, six, four. Seven. Oh, okay, yeah. so he was seven. Yeah. And, and you were quite deliberate about that story, yeah. like why you chose to tell uh, Bablangeni's story. Yeah. Why did you decide? I mean, I know, but yeah. uh, why that decision? Um, I think it was fascinating for me that you had someone who was um, one of the most, he was, he was part of that nat- the high command, you know, mm. the high command as in the people that literally literally like changed the course of our history and he didn't even have like a wikipedia page or he didn't even have there was no literature about him i mean even when we went to do our pre-interviews with him um this is i mean obviously after the commission uh, and to be so unapologetically like a single mind like single like minded in how we approach the narrative just Mm -hmm. like how do you take someone that exists on the peripheries of history and Mm -hmm. and we we put that person in the middle of history we make a film about him and and we center him when people watch this film, they're gonna be like, "What else have I overlooked? What else have I not? Whatever. What, what else have I not thought about? Who else is missing? Who else is missing? Yeah, You're right. And then also that does what that then also does. It kind of unmandelarizes the, the the past. Yeah, in a, in a, in an empowering way. So we're not saying that we're taking anything away from Nelson Mandela, but what we are saying is that it, there's a lot of people that did a lot of different things. Yeah, right. Who and, in you know you know how you focus on a thing you kind of leave everything out yeah that in the in the act of focusing and I guess in many ways rightly so in this one man there were a lot of people who weren't in the shot yeah so it's yeah. often said Sobuko is one such person exactly that in the in the narrowing on uh, Nelson Mandela for instance Sobuko got lost yeah and continues to get lost yeah right like the anniversary of Dada's death falls on Sobuko's birthday yeah and very often Sobuko's birth. Is yeah. overlooked and people say, "Oh my gosh!" But please don't forget him yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so in that way, then you know, I, the idea that you're not taking away from him, but also you're kind of, I guess, you're zooming out a bit. Yeah. Going, but there was this guy yeah. right next door. But you know what? And you know what I love about that? What What I really, really love about that is that all of a sudden we all realize that you're like, "Oh man, okay." So if this guy, right, Ubabam Langen, he used to just like we, we're not saying that everybody. Had, okay, so we're saying that. Not only a Mandela can change a society, right? Ubabam Langen used to drive the people from the people that were uh, that were kind of hot. Mm-hmm. He'd then drive them to the border or get them out of the country, right? Really? Yeah, he was the minister of transport. Uh, he used to and uh, he used to wear a disguise as like a priest, and he used to get people out of the country. He really? did his thing. He did his part. He played his part. So then all of a sudden, you, we start to look at ourselves as people. We're like, okay, cool. So that little bit, that small little thing. Was so important. Was so big. So what's our little bit, you know? Yeah. I'm, I, like, like, and, I, and, I, and, I, and if I take this back to myself, I know I'm not going to go out and like, 
you know, tomorrow I'm not going to go out and protest or I'm not going to burn some stuff or whatever, you know, but yeah. I am going to make films. And yeah. that's my bit. That's where I fit into this thing. Well, that's, you can riot with your work. I can riot. Exactly. You know, <laughs> and it's, it's so, so, and if you look at how we work as a society, if we say that, okay, cool, one structural reform and we want things to change, the way in which things will change, it's not going to be like, we don't all have to be a Mandela to change society. Just figure out what's your little thing that you're going to do. Which could be huge. It could be huge. Because all of the people, some of the people that he drove out of the country then came back and then they were able to negotiate Codesta, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Little bits, little, little bit. Just do a bit, man. That's, that's all. That's, that's, the, that's the main message of this film. Do your bit. Where can you see it? I, I, I've always <laughs> thought, I mean. I'm, I, do you, even that you haven't seen it? I mean, I've seen it, but yeah. I, you, where can other people see it? Because I think it's very important to see. Yeah. Can you buy a copy? Can you rent a copy? Where do you um, find it? I think uh, I think the foundation is in the process of restructuring, and then they're going to have someone who is going to be tasked with getting the film out there. I mean, I want it to be in, like, schools, and, you know, that's my biggest goal for it to be in, like, schools, for it to become a, a literature, like education, you know? Mm. The same way in which I studied Usman Zimbene's films or whoever's films in 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 film school mm-hmm. it's like yeah man just get a little get a load of this guy and then i mean what other story do you still want to tell because you're a storyteller essentially yeah um yeah so i think i want to really i think you know Future Sound of Mzansi was like this really cool, hip, funky film about like musicians, and it was just like you know this like uh, you know it was just like cool, you know, it was mm-hmm. fresh. And yeah. then the 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 Langini film was um, you know like a political and historical and archival, and you know dealt with like theories of society. Mm-hmm. And I think that this People of the Rainbow Nation gives me, it's like the perfect middle ground between shit that's like, between things that are like cool and hip and fresh and funky, but still Very deals serious. with, yeah, serious and deals with issues of like society and, you know, so that's my, that's my, like my happy place. Yeah. Yeah. So to do more films like this, I mean, this film about black love is just sounds like the most exciting film to make. It just sounds like the, you know. I think it could be very interesting. Beautiful. Just a beautiful film. Also very contested. Yeah. Like anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, a whole lot of stuff is very, very contested. But, I mean, I think it would be very interesting. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see if it's possible to make that that film. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, this mutant film is also going to be really, really important as well. Please ask him why he cannibalizes himself in his last video. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were with him in January. And we're talking about that video. And she's like, how did you feel about that video? I was like, um, yeah, man, um, I thought it was really interesting. He's like, damn, that's not what I was going for. He's <laughs> like, I wanted you to be scared and uncomfortable. I was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. We'll get him into the studio. I'll be like, you'll be like, I'm like, I'm not going to speak on behalf of Isaac Google, but here he is. No, please, please <laughs> ask him why. Because, I mean, it was quite elaborate. He created a... Yeah. a, a a model of himself and then yeah. consumes himself and assaults himself first and then yeah. eats himself. It's all rather yeah. uh, interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can ask him on behalf of me, <laughs> on behalf of me, that'd be um, great. When is, yeah, from the 1st till the 5th of March, I'm going to be shooting with him in Cape Town. So I'll definitely ask him that question. Yeah.